Blog Talk Radio. Body, Spirit, You on Blog Talk Radio. This show is a collaboration between five women and spirit or universe, all brought to you by www.mindbodyspiritu.com. That's the letter U. There are weekly shows on Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, two Wednesdays a month at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and two Fridays at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time covering topics about all things healing, spiritual, metaphysical and we even throw in a bit of science. Many of our shows include time for you to ask for assistance on your journey and you will be able to experience some amazing healing modalities and receive guidance, authentic spiritual guidance, right here, right now. Many are aware of the quickly changing perspectives about our mind, bodies, and spirits, and that's exactly what we are here to discuss. So please join us in the spiral of life, and together we will learn, grow, and heal. Now let's get started with today's show. Hi everybody and welcome to Mind, Body, Spirit, You here on Blog Talk Radio. This is Tracy Liebman and this is my monthly show, Begin Within with Tracy. And tonight I'm really excited because I have a new... Uh, collaboration with with three, I'm one of the three, with two other amazing women, and they're joining me tonight, Aleka. Hi, Aleka. Hi, Tracy. And some of you guys already know Aleka because she has (laughs) an astrology show and then also her Finding um, Freedom show about uh, lots all things... Um, health-related, I'll just put it that way in a nutshell. And Carol is also joining us tonight. Hi, Carol. How are you? I am good. And so we, the three of us, have started a new business together, and it's called Soul Seekers Paranormal Group. And right now our website is in development, but you can find us on Facebook, and we would love for you to do so. But what we want to do tonight is just talk about our vision for this and and how, in a way, we are, um, in my opinion, and each one of us will speak <laughs> for ourselves, <laughs> but in my opinion, we have a unique perspective on this idea of the paranormal, um, ghosts, right, all all things unseen, let's just say that way. And we really want to be able to be proactive. And I know the work we do together is quite powerful in the sense of um, helping either clear spaces, helping people uh, if they feel fearful of something in their home office. We've even heard of a whole neighborhood (laughs) 
needing some some um I'm gonna say love and light because that's what I feel like has a lot to do with what I bring to the table. So uh, we were going to talk about our vision for what we'd like to do. We're here in Charleston, South Carolina, and also share uh, a little bit about our unique abilities and what we all add to the group. And then we are going to open up for callers if you have questions or comments. And also, we'll just see how it flows, but um, if it seems like it, the timing's right and somebody calls in, we may do some readings, okay? Mediumship-type readings. All right, so I'm going to be quiet for a minute, or maybe I should just start. I guess I'll just start. Okay. Is that okay with you guys? Yeah, I'll just go first. Start. Okay, since I'm already talking, since I'm already yammering, it, it helps to keep things uh, going in that flow of not feeling like we'll interrupt one another when three people are all joining each other virtually. (laughs) So, again, I'm Tracy, and what I... I guess I'll start out about why am I interested in the paranormal and what brought me together with Aleka and Carol. Uh, I've always just been fascinated by what I couldn't see. And then also things like UFOs and aliens, (laughs) all of that since I was a little girl. And, you know, I was never really scared, you know, maybe maybe on occasion here and there. But, like, I had a girlfriend that had a haunted house, and so when we spent the night there, we'd always be like, turn the lights on and off, you know, Um, turn the music on and off. And trust me, almost always something would happen. And she would have experiences at her home. And her family just wasn't really bothered by it. So they just lived all together as one big family, the seen and the unseen. And um, I think that's you know wonderful if that works for you. Now, part of our vision is to help people where it's not feeling like it's really working for them. And they feel like they do want some assistance in figuring out what's going on in their space and also possibly helping the the spirit or other energy to move along into um, a more peaceful place, in my opinion, (laughs) and also to help the human beings. And for me, that is what I'm called to do, is both help the non-physical, meaning the things we can't see, and the physical beings, the people that we'll be working with, and um, heal, because that's what I'm really called to do in this lifetime through whether it be my coaching practice or energy medicine. I uh, like to help people move from point A to point wherever, Z, (laughs) and help them have the life that they most desire. And so if our space is feeling, um, if we're feeling a little different types of energies, or maybe one of our children is feeling scared in the evenings, and we're like, hmm, I wonder what this is about. We'd really like to help our children or help ourselves, and that's when you would call us. And we, well, okay, I'll just speak for me. Um, I am empathic and intuitive, and um, you would call, I mean, in general, yes, I am 
have psychic abilities, meaning I can communicate with things that aren't seen, <laughs> whether it be spirit guides or um, people that have passed on to the other side of the veil is the easiest way for me to say that right now. Um, and so I can sense when I'm in a space through my empathic abilities, intuit things, and also hear. Um, sometimes I see in my mind's eye. I can get little images, but that's not one of my strongest senses. And that's one of the cool things about the three of us coming together is that we all three have uh, different strengths and also sort of our go-to um, in a way, like the things we're most comfortable, things come to us easily in a certain way. The information we may get is a slightly different. I tend to really tap into the emotional level of what's going on. Um, and again, I'm just going to let Aleka and Carol speak for themselves, but I know what they tap into because um, we've been working together for how long has it been now, guys? Maybe over six months and or right around six months. Um, I think that's sounds pretty good for me right now. I just really want to help people not feel fearful and help whether you be physical, meaning we can all see you and you are here on planet Earth right now, <laughs> um, help the people that may be feeling uneasy in their space to feel better and then also help the spirits that are there to get what they need also. So there's my little blurb for now, and I think I'll pass it on over to Aleka. Welcome. Hi, Hi, Tracy. Um, This is fun. I love talking about this stuff. Wow. Um, Okay, so what's my role in the... um, in the team, I for as long as I can remember, I have been fascinated with what, you know, as you called it, the seen and unseen, right? Um, physical or maybe more subtle and what maybe what we know maybe with our logical minds and then what we know maybe from that intuitive place. For me, I'm, I'm just fascinated about sort of that interplay and dance between all those things. My experience from a paranormal perspective, um, in my reality, from my experience, there seems to have always consisted of layers and dimensions that I could not quite explain. For me, it was really more normal than paranormal, I would say. I I thought that that was relatively normal to have um, experiences with what maybe what we're calling the other side or with ghosts or with spirits. To me, they didn't it didn't seem out of um, the range of normal because it happened. Um, I had pretty significant encounters with things that I couldn't quite explain um, as a child. And um, as you said, Tracy, I found that fascinating because you said it wasn't necessarily frightening. To me, it was. I was was scared. I didn't understand it. I felt quite powerless. But at the same time, it caused this sort of part of me that, you know, because this is what I do, when I don't understand something or if I'm challenged by something, I find myself having to learn everything I can about it to try to understand it. Um, so those early experiences for me really sparked a desire and a determination to understand as much as I possibly could about what this was. Because I quite 
early on started sharing some of my experiences and started realizing that not everybody had these experiences and they were relatively bizarre or odd, right? Um, So that has really been what my quest has sort of been as far as this this paranormal type of stuff. Um, Of course, it also took me down a meandering path where I'm very interested in the physical body. Um, and I'm, and then I got really interested in healing and the more subtle layers. And I have to admit that this paranormal part of my myself, I kind of danced around it. I wasn't, even though I was get information all the time, and as I'm working with people um, in the counseling settings and my coaching practices, I, I would get information and, and they were saying, well, you know, how did you know that? And I would sort of have to stumble and go, oh, I think you told me that sometime. And they would say, no, I, I never said that. Or I would get hits, you know, um, like I just knew uh, your, something's going on with your brother. It would come through. and so I, I, But I kind of tried to push it away, to be honest, because I was a little bit afraid of it. I wasn't sure what was, um, what was going on. But after learning and getting, you know, more um, comfortable with my own intuition, I would say, and really understanding, I think that's what really helped because I – I, I bring an interesting balance, I think, to the group. Maybe my um, more um, what I what I like to focus on is sort of this balance between the physicality of it and the more subtle. I like I want to know why. I, I want to, I want maybe more of the evidence. I want to understand it. I, I sort of bring an air of skepticism. I think that might come into it, and I actually don't see much difference between. Um, working with energies of people that are are present here, as far as um, you know, in our physical form, or ones that have moved on. From my experience, um, the people that have moved on can't make changes, or can't let go, and can't heal or allow that transition, and for many of the same reasons that people here don't, which is namely fear. So, I guess I I really like to focus on. On the on the why that's my big question why why is this happening how is this happening which as I started learning about that and answering some of those questions it brought me into um, you know topics of quantum physics or um, epigenetics which is really looking at the dance between the layers of the of matter and subtle energy and understanding what that is so both of that, you know, both of those layers, what we can see and what we can't see, as you say, Tracy, was it's just as real to me. You know, I, I just where, where, what level are we working from? So I bring in intuition, absolutely. Um, I've worked with my intuition for years, and I can't say that I technically do any one thing, but it seems like I'm able to do quite a bit of things and get information. Um. I guess what I really like to focus on is there's a need to understand. You know, I think with, with people that are, are maybe having some experiences that, that they don't aren't quite comfortable with, that there's a need to understand. There might be fear present for not just the people that are experiencing it, but for the people that have passed on and are hanging around. I There might be help that's needed on both sides. And because I don't see any real separation between the two, it's, it's easier to say, well, you know, how can we best help? So I, I really try to bring that sense of, you know, healing um, and love present when anything less than love exists. 
from either side. And so that's really kind of where I see it. I'm really excited about this show. I'm excited about working um, in the way that we do because I think it's a little bit different than some of the other groups out there. I think that we, um, I'm hoping that on this show we can really share stories, um, maybe answer some questions, maybe give some clarity on this topic. I actually don't think it's something special. You know, I think anyone can learn how to kind of tune into the more subtle layers. It just takes um, maybe some practice, you know. It's, it's, it's certainly something that anybody can learn. And I, I hope to be able to share some of that and dispel maybe some of the myths and some of the, um, I don't know, some of the ways we might think of what is paranormal, which is which in my mind just means other than normal. So I'm really looking forward to doing more work and then being able to share some of our great stories that we have and more that we're um, that we're we're creating together on the show. So thanks for having us on. I can't wait to do more of this. Me too. Thanks yeah. for joining. Yeah. <laughs> Anything you think you should add to that, or is that about right for me? You think? Because sometimes you know, it's hard to define what it is you actually do. At least for me, it is. Yeah. No. As far as I think you did cover that really well, and I think that point about you being so interested in the why of everything yeah. is is very valid. Whereas I'm like right there, like I just feel and I'm like, hmm, okay, how can I help? <laughs> right. Yeah. Nice. And so again, yeah, it's just that balance. So I feel like I and, get into the slash, you know, I'm like a this an intuitive slash medium slash life coach slash I get into like I'm living the slash. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So it's hard to sum it up, but um awesome. Carol? Yeah, well um, I grew up very much like Tracy and Aleka, where I uh, was very interested in paranormal and ghosts and um, somewhat obsessed, I guess I would say. Um, I did a lot of reading as a child. As a matter of fact, I remember as soon as I learned how to start reading, it was immediately to the library because I wanted every book I could possibly find that talked about ghosts and explained what poltergeists were. and a lot more into the paranormal, and I just became really obsessed with it and um, just wanted to know everything I possibly could. And I you know, remember having some different experiences. We always lived in older homes as I was, as I was growing up. Um, we lived in probably four or five homes throughout my childhood, and every one of them I had experienced, and my mother would always joke that the ghost would follow me wherever I went. So... Um, they still do. <laughs> they still do. <laughs> and I, uh, you know, had some experiences where I realized that I was a medium, although at that time I didn't really know what a medium was. I was just contacted by um, loved ones who'd moved on and um, really some that I knew nothing about had never even met. Um, they were, had died before I was born, and I was getting messages from them and telling my mother, and she's saying, how do you know that? Um, and I didn't know how I knew. But I um, didn't really use those abilities that much growing up. I did. A, I knew I wanted to do something with my life that had to do with ghosts. But you know, when you're younger, people are like, "What are you going to do? That's, you know, how are you going to make a I'm career out of that?" that. You know. <laughs> and so I kind of dismissed it and went on my way to college. And 
And um, and actually, while I was in college, I traveled to England to go to school, and I remember going to Bath to visit. And I went on a ghost walk with a group, which was one of the most interesting ghost walks I've ever been on, probably. Mm. And um, they brought us into an area where they told us that the Druids would duel to the death, I guess it was, or there was some kind of circle thing mm. for the for the Druids. I don't remember all the details of it, but I just had an overwhelming feeling of this presence that was with me and stayed with me for the night and um, I was spending a night in a youth hostel with two other girls and they were pretty freaked out by it they were like we don't want to sleep on the same side of the room as her she's attracting things you know Um, it didn't scare me though and so I you know through the rest of my 20s I really didn't pay a lot of attention to the abilities that I had and then about 10 years ago, um, I was invited as a guest to go with a group of uh, paranormal scientists. They were investigating a bunch of buildings on the Savannah waterfront, and they invited me to join them. And I really had some incredible experiences. And I was really excited to see that my medium abilities could bring to their group what their scientific equipment could not. Mm, you know, They could that. sense that there was you know, an energy there, but I could actually communicate and tell them and bring messages from those who had passed and, you know, give age and gender and, and how they had passed. And um, I'll never forget, uh, I was speaking with a female, a uh, young female, probably in her early 30s, and she needed help, and she just kept asking me, please help me, please help me. And... Um, I left there because I wasn't sure how to help her at the time. I, I didn't know that I could help her pass, you know, go go to the light and move on. I didn't know how to help, and I left there really upset, like there's something I'm supposed to be doing with my ability, and I don't know what it is. Um, and so, you know, I, I finally figured it out. <laughs> met some incredible women who yeah. <laughs> have helped me realize what I am supposed to be doing with these abilities to communicate with spirits, whether they're loved ones or spirit guides, and that the the true reason I have this ability um, or that I've recognized my ability is because I'm supposed to be teaching love through it and um, bringing, you know, messages of love and intentions for higher good and um, I'm thrilled that I've recognized that and that I'm now able to use it for that reason. And I'm so excited to be part of this group where we're not only going to be investigating and, um, you know, finding out who it is that's there, you know, and what their message is, but also helping them to get to the destination that they're supposed to be at and then helping the people who are, you know, here in the physical realm, um, let go of fear and understand the love that's associated with um, whoever it was that was they're trying to communicate with them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, really excited about it. Mm-hmm. I think it's interesting too how this, you know, how um, I don't know how you, I don't know if we know this about each one, but I, you know, as a child would know things, Carol, as you're you're describing, and got into trouble for it, you know, I mean, like, it wasn't always, like, you know, people would get really either, A, alarmed, like, how did you know that, or I would say, I remember this one dinner party that we were all a part of, um, and I was just playing with my dolls, like, in the other, you know, kind of, you know how kids do, sort of on the side, and um, I remember this woman was talking about how her husband couldn't come that night, and um, I'm not going to say the name, just in (laughs) case, because they're still alive, Uh, but she said, uh, my husband can't come, and 
I piped up, and she said something. I used he had to work late. That's what she said. And I said, no, he's not. He's, you know, with that girl down at the restaurant, you know. And everybody, the whole room just, like, looks at me. And my mom just puts her head in her hands, you know. And I felt this overwhelming sense of, you know, you know when you did something wrong as a child. Like, what did I do? You know, so I remember getting that message. So it took, it took me not having my intuition and sort of having to, to really work back into it and claim it because, quite frankly, there were people in my family that thought I was a little bit crazy, I think. I mean, I'm pretty sure they said that, you know. <laughs> so for me, it was really at a later time when I could actually, like, claim it. I'm wondering if you guys had that or did you not have that experience? Because I don't think we've ever talked about it. I mean, I, I didn't really claim it because, like I said, I, I mean, I was so obsessed and I really thought this is what I'm going to do with my life. Yeah. But people saying to me. You didn't get that. Yeah. You didn't get that. Well, like, they, they were just like, well, you're not, how are you going to make a career out of that That's what you got. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not a lot of. Shh, don't say it. Right. Don't say that. Right. And scaring yeah. people, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. I mean, they, how about you, Tracy? Did you get that? I did. I did because I had um, premonitions. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I never, like, would interject my knowingness about people, which I just hadn't, I did have. Like, I could read their energy. I would know if, you know, oh, that person's not trustworthy. That per- You know what I mean? I never, I just kept all that to myself. But I would have premonitions about car accidents, about the person down the street having a heart attack, about... And whenever I'd bring it up, because it was beforehand, right, they would just shut me down and and mock me would be the best, like make fun of me. Mocking. And so I just decided, you know what, I'm not going to share this anymore, even though the things would come, they would happen. (laughs) But no one ever, I mean, I came from a pretty dysfunctional family, so even with normal, quote-unquote, not paranormal, (laughs) they had a hard time you know, dealing in a respectful manner, I don't know how else to say it, with a lot of things that were going on just growing up, you know, everything that goes on as a child. So, yeah, I was I was just, oh, Tracy, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, they'd kind of make fun of me. So, and I never would speak up and go, well, look, we had that car accident. Well, look, that guy down the street died. Well, look, you know what I mean? I just, I just quietly... Put it under the rug, sort of. It was just a part of uh, yeah. another way to to get by as a kid, you know. Yeah, I remember too being scared. I mean, I I have to say that it's different than maybe your stories because I have did have more fear of it. You know, mm-hmm. I I definitely lived in a house that was that I literally was scared. Like I I slept on and probably because and this is a great point by the way. We should talk about this just about if you have kids that are experiencing this, how to help them because maybe we we've, we've learned the the do not version of that mm-hmm. perhaps. Um, but I slept on the floor of my mom's room, or tried to. I slept on the outside of the door if it was closed for pretty much my entire life living there. Like, I did not like sleeping in that room. Um, you know, I, and actually we had roommates at the time, and people would move out because of the ghosts. And they're like, how could you tell us there wasn't another roommate? We're like, well, there isn't. <laughs> well, there is, you know. So he's not paying rent. He's not paying rent. <laughs> yeah, but he, so it was kind of um, an interesting experience. I also remember another thing that, as a child, and and this is great to share with the listeners because I think maybe they can start. Maybe they've had experiences like this. But I remember being in kindergarten and having this 
sort of um, what I now know is a premonition, but looking at this girl and seeing a pencil in her eye. I know that's really kind of dramatic, mm-hmm. but I remember like being horrified, like, oh, you know, what? And then not a minute later, sure enough, somebody threw a pencil from across the room and it stuck in the corner of her eye. And I was, I remember coming home and being terrified. I thought I caused it. Mm. I thought I was like, oh, I caused it. And it brought this sort of guilt, you know, that came up in me um, about that. And my mom, who, you know, was pretty awesome through this because she's, um, very intuitive herself. Um, my dad, you know, n- was not so much. But for her, um, for sure, she um, she said, you know, honey, you didn't cause that. You know, this is this is something that you can use to your advantage. But man, that um, that really triggered me. Have you ever had experiences like that, Carol? No, I mean, one of the first experiences, other than speaking to my grandfather, but of something that um, I saw. I I woke up one morning, and this woman had come to me, and I thought it was a dream, but it felt very, very real. And um, I knew exactly who she was, even though I'd never met her. And she had said to me, you know, please tell my daughter. I said goodbye. And she also wanted to tell my sister. My sister was best friends with her daughter. Mm. So she wanted me to tell them goodbye, and I said, well, why didn't you tell them? And she said, because I couldn't get to them. And so um, shortly later that morning, my sister called me, just very upset, crying, and I said to her, you know, I know your friend's mom died, and she said, well, how do you know? And I said, she came to me to say goodbye um, to the two of you. And I felt very blessed that I, that she was able to find a way to get to them. Mm. And and that's one of the things that I have found in the medium work that I've done is I feel so blessed for so the blessed. messages that I, I get from the loved ones who have passed. So great. To be able to communicate that to people that are here mm-hmm. and, and want to hear that from them mm-hmm. and for what I'm able to do to help the ones who have passed. I mean, Absolutely. it's just a great imposition to be in. It's, it's very, very grateful for it. For me, I... I definitely feel blessed, and I um, I would also say that, you know, we tend to, when we're doing this work, we get people at their most vulnerable, and I think that that's a really, um, really gifted place for us, because what I've witnessed is in that moment of deep vulnerability, if someone has passed that you love, or, you know, even if you're in, in fear about something that's going on in your life or your house or there's such grace there, and I'm I'm also so grateful to just witness that um, and feel that. So, Tracy, it looks like we have a couple callers. We do. Um, I also it just want to throw this out there that because you guys are talking about being uh, feeling blessed and grateful to help the way that we can, and if we have time, that maybe we could talk about uh, one of our experiences you know recently i had that one of helping the little boy and my client that i was working on cross and we've done it a few times uh when we've been in our development circle together and it's just such a cool experience you know and people unless they watch ghost whisperer i don't know how much they really have even thought about that you know so that's a whole another topic just want to throw it out there if we have time to get there. 
And do you guys want me to bring Kelly live? I haven't yet had no, I haven't yet gotten anything specific for to you were asking me, Alec, I guess. Um so should I go ahead and, and bring Kelly live and why don't you, and we'll just talk to Kelly and see maybe what um she has to say about mm-hmm. questions that she has. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Hello. Hi Hi Kelly. Hey. Hi. What can we do for you? Um, I have a question. I'm going through uh, a legal situation, a lawsuit, and I was wondering if you guys felt um, if any certain way, like if, how you think it's going to happen, what the outcome? Mm. A legal issue. Let's see. Yeah, a lawsuit. Yeah, um, it's hard for me to, I, I don't know, I don't have that to see what's going to happen. I think, that, what I can tell you is that, um, is this a, a legal, I'm trying to figure out where this is coming from. Is this a, someone, a, a relationship that you had, for example, like a, a, a male that you had a relationship with? No, former employee. Or a former employer, sorry. It was a female employer? Um, well, she's definitely one, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, do you get anything from that, Carol, about her lawsuit? Because normally we're checking in on... Um, yeah, I thought. I'm sorry if I... <laughs> I thought you had a question in regards to, like, mediumship. Well, we can we can connect psychically and see if we get anything for you. Um, it feels like sometimes, and this is what happens, the answer is like a yes or no answer is relatively mm-hmm. tough to get in this, from my experience in this setting because there's learning that needs to happen from it. So, for example, sometimes it does show up. You know, I've gotten that, especially when I do health readings. Someone's going to say, you know, is this going to resolve itself or not? And sometimes that shows up. Sometimes it doesn't because if we were to tell you yes, then you might miss out on some of the really important learning that you're supposed to get. Right. Not knowing. Does that make sense? Yes, totally. And okay, so it's hard to say, you know, when you ask us yes or no, is this going to happen? There's a part of me when I tap into my guides where they're like, oh, ah, we're not going to really tell you. Mm-hmm. I do feel like it's favorable to you. Um, okay. But only if you can, un- this is what I'm getting something about um, really needing to stand your ground. Um, okay. Even when there's parts of you that may want to just kind of let it go because it's a lot of trouble to not. Do that. Does that okay. You? Yes, it does. And um, uh, along those lines, uh, what you were—I guess you were expecting me to ask something a little bit different. Um, I have recently, in the past, I guess, year, strongly have been getting visitors at night, and uh, I can't remember which one of you was saying how it was frightening, and then one of you said it wasn't frightening. Well, it's frightening to me. I hear <laughs> and you. I'm, I mean, I I try really hard to not push them away as soon as I, like, wake up and see them, but it's been really hard, and I've at least got myself not verbally saying that my hands are pushing them away because they're getting too close to me. Um, I don't know what to do with it. Um, I I try to do a lot of um, blessings and prayers at night, just, you know, ask what their message is and all that, but it's always somebody different, and... They're always right there hovering um, right near me. <laughs> and it's been really strong in the past year. 
Did this happen at like three ish in the morning, two or three in the morning? Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's. I mean, that's. <laughs> And we've all been through that, where we have to put up the, like, no mm-hmm. shingle sign at night so we get sleep. Right. Because like- I haven't been sleeping very well. And I finally said the other night, I'm like, look, I am exhausted. Um, I cannot. Yeah. I, I, I need some sleep. Right. I need some sleep. And so, so far, the past at least week, I've, I've not been um, woken up. But I, as a child, I, I, I felt this, but obviously didn't understand it. And always kind of felt a little different as a kid because I felt a little bit more... Um, I don't know, different from the kids, the other children, very, very in tune with stuff that maybe I didn't understand. Um, so I don't know if I'm just now waking up and really, really starting to um, uh, see my abilities, um, or maybe they've just always been there. I'm not quite sure, but um, it's hey. been real strong lately. <laughs> well, you know what I'm feeling, though, that it has something to do with this lawsuit, It's interestingly enough, that maybe that there's, they're trying to help you with that. Um, okay. Give you some information. You know, once, if you started asking, if you started, you know, sometimes when we get into those moments in our lives where we're in this place of um, challenge, for better, for lack of a better term, you know, or strife, mm-hmm. there's just, we kind of put out to the universe, maybe even unconsciously, help. You know, how am I going to get through this? Anything would be appreciated. Well, what happens sometimes is we open the door and then we get a lot of help. Um, and we may get some people coming in that, you know, just because we've opened the door, we forgot to screen it. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like leaving yeah. our door open to our house and saying, come on in. So right. number say, it does, I think there is some value to some of these night visitors that you're getting as far as helping okay. you with this lawsuit thing that you have going on. Um, okay. this, then first of all. Second of all, make sure when we're putting out the energy, I mean, honestly, I think the thing that most of us that do this work, and it sounds like you, you, you're tapping into this kind of um, experience, that we forget that we have the power to decide who and what we want to come through, right? So if we, okay. don't, we don't have to have anybody except people that have something important to tell us. We can absolutely put out the intention and just say, look, I mean it. Only beings of light, only people with the message of love. I only want the people that have something important to tell me um, to come through. And only at 6 in the morning because I need to sleep. I mean, that is absolutely <laughs> positive. It is. I mean, believe me, I, I have to do that. Or 8 in the morning. Or 8 in the morning for Carol. <laughs> or right. 10 for and Tracy. Yeah, and 11. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, can I, Kelly, this is Tracy. I just yeah. wanted to to say that uh, bef- that I was getting that also in the sense of that they were helpful. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't necessarily, you know, get specifics on related to the lawsuit, but if they're wanting to be helpful, almost like a spiritual team, right? I feel so, like this is kind of like a spiritual fight for me more than it is like um – with the 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 former employer, I feel like this is me kind of dealing with some kind of spiritual war sort of because it's really making me use some tools that I haven't had to necessarily use in the past. So maybe I'm just putting out something. And my my mom passed away a few years ago, and she's been coming through really strong. So I don't know if she's she's bringing these people with her or what. But yeah, maybe it is a team. Oh, mentioning that actually she probably has something to say we were both feeling a woman but go ahead carol yeah i was i was getting a woman um and i keep seeing a hat with a flower (laughs) okay (laughs) does that mean anything to you 
Um, n- not really. Um, not. I mean, nothing. I can't think if she, if she has a hat with a flower on it. No. <laughs> I do have a great picture of her where she was at a restaurant where they put a Viking hat on her with two horns, and I have the greatest picture of her with <laughs> that on. And it was really funny and bizarre, but that's the only thing hat-wise I can think of. <laughs> Maybe that's you're mistaking a horn for yeah, a flower. Yeah, for a flower. Right. <laughs> and I, I don't know, if I got a Viking hat coming through, if I would have the guts <laughs> to say that out loud. Right? It's a, it's, a, it's a really weird thing, but that's the first thing that popped up when you said that because it's, okay, it's one of my favorite pictures of her. Sometimes the message, you know what I mean, like she'll, she'll get something and then you'll be like, oh, that's what it is. So pay attention to that because there okay. might be something. I was feeling, Carol and I both were like female mother um, coming mm-hmm. through. I wasn't sure um, if it was your mother or your grandmother. Just because I felt a strong female energy around you. And I'll say again, it has to do with this, this lawsuit. And as you said, it's it's more to do about your spiritual growth than... Um, winning or losing or anything, and it's it's really having to do with like claiming your sense of boundaries and space. I just keep getting that, like this is who I okay. am. I'm really going to let myself claim that. I'm not going to um, allow myself to roll over, so to speak. I think they I don't think they were expecting me to 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 stand strong with this situation. So I think that's probably come as a surprise for them, and also probably for myself, even though I do consider myself a very strong person, this has definitely tested that part of me for the first time, big time. So maybe that's what it is. I think so. I mean, I I think so. And so maybe there's tapping into this, you know, maybe your mom's coming in and just ask her to maybe be more clear or come at a time when you're less awake or or more Mm -hmm. awake, less asleep, and can Mm -hmm. really pay attention to what's going on. Okay. Yeah, very good. Well, that helped me a lot. Thank you. Sorry, my my question wasn't exactly what you guys were, but maybe in a roundabout way it it kind of um, came back to what you were talking about. Yeah, it works great. Yeah, and we're glad that you got your experiences too. That's right. (laughs) Thanks. Thank you very much. Okay. Okay, Tracy. I know that um, I know that Aleka said you said that it. It it felt favorable, and I just wanted to kind of reiterate that, too. I was just sort of hearing this message of it's going to be okay, and it did seem like motherly or whatever, nurturing. You know what I mean? So if she's still listening, I, which I hope she is, she heard me say that. Just so do you guys want to you know take what? a... Uh, Tracy, Carol wanted to interject something real quick. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. When she, um, Kelly mentioned that it was scary to her to see that yeah. I, I just it made me recall a situation that the three of us worked on not too long ago where I woke up around three in the morning and oh, there was a little yeah. girl standing next to my bed mm-hmm. and part of her face was really um, deteriorated kind yeah, of. Yeah, I remember that. And it did scare me too. I remember pulling the blankets up over my head and thinking, oh no, go away. You know. Yeah. And what we found out later when we all connected in, in our own spirit circle and brought her in was she showed me her face like that because she had died so many years ago. It was in the 1970s when she passed, mm-hmm. and she had been left out in the woods. And I think she was trying to show me that she had been out there for quite some time. 
Um, I've gotten that too, you know, and I think that to me, and to me, I still get startled, mm-hmm. and I try to use that more than anything, mm-hmm. startled, not scared, right. you know, because there's a difference. I get that feeling of someone coming behind me, kind of going boo, yeah. you know, and you go, woo, you know, you don't expect it, like that little boy that we connected with the other day. Right. To me, I, I got like his, you know, I was, he was telling me I got hit. I was getting hit by a train. Mm-hmm. Wasn't, didn't I say that? I can't yeah. remember sometimes because I'm it's in the zone. Train wreck, yeah. Something about a train, and I'm like, I don't know why I'm getting a train. But I noticed his head was, and again, it was startling, but it made an impact. Right. So it gives us information. And the interesting thing about that story, Carol, that you brought up about that um, little girl was we actually ended up doing some study and history mm-hmm. and finding mm-hmm. that case. I mean, yeah. and it happened in the 70s? Yeah, 1975. And we, a lot of those details were where we, I mean, it was pretty... Um, fascinating when we can do that, when mm-hmm. we can we can connect and then help cross to an actual case that we can mm-hmm. find. Yeah. When we didn't know it even existed. Right. Um, it's, it's pretty unbelievable. So, yeah, thanks for that story. It is hard, though, so, I mean, because it is startling sometimes. You're just not sure of it. And I really do want to impart that message, which is you have total control over who you'd like to have come through. You know, it doesn't need to, you don't have to just leave your door open to anybody. anybody. I'm nodding, yes. Nodding. Carol, Carol and Aleka are together over there. You guys are cheating. <laughs> I know, we do this all together. That's I know, and I'm over here, and maybe next time we will do it all together. But, um... Uh, so I'm nodding, yes. You do, yeah, it's a great reminder that we do have control. And that's something like on some of the more sensationalized TV shows that I I love to watch all the paranormal stuff on TV. But it's like they all get so, like, you know, in that stance of victim, like this is happening to me. And then as soon as they bring in the medium or the energy healer or whomever to clear the space, it's like that person comes in and it's like, okay, it's clear. And then they're like, oh, okay, thanks. <laughs> and they're like, okay, well, see, we we need to remember that we are not, even though I know it's unseen, powerless. We're not really powerless. That we can put up our boundaries. And I think that's one of the things that's a little different for me in the sense of I say I wasn't scared. I mean, I still get a little, last night it happened in my room, actually. I get a little like, okay, what is this? You know, I don't see things as clearly as what Carol described. And I think Aleka has had experiences like that too. It hasn't happened to me, quote unquote, yet, because it very well might still. But it's more of a sensation of a feeling. And sometimes I see like shadowy or darkness or something. But, um, it happened to me last night. But it's sort of this idea of, um, yes, it can be startling because it's just like if somebody walked in my room really quickly when I'm trying to sleep, right? But that it's really no different than that, than if if a child, because I can get startled with that if I'm sound asleep and a child walks in my room, I go, whoa, what's going on, right? So physical, non-physical, um, the idea of asking questions the same way we would to somebody we just met, you know, that's something that has been really interesting and I try to share with my clients is that to try not to be scared, but what is it that you need, you know, almost like, you know, um, somebody stopping you in a store because they needed help with something, you know what I mean? Mhm. Absolutely. I I think that, you know, um there certainly is a a call 
for, I mean, certainly anybody has um, the opportunity to study or to, you know, research the paranormal or do this work any way they want, you know, and there certainly is a call for, um, you know, the the scary kind of, the that's pretty fun. I mean, i got to admit, you know, it sort of gets... Yeah. I don't, it's, but to be perfectly honest, I don't like it. Like, I don't like being scared. It's just one of my things. Um, I, it's not enjoyable to me. Maybe it's a past life thing or a childhood thing, but um, not not a fan of it. So I, you know, and I just... I just work in that space of, of love and only beings of love. I think it's really, really um, important to come from that place. So for me, that's just how I work, you know, that I, I just I, I come from the premise that um, from a healing perspective, which is, and I think that might be the difference between um, maybe us and, and some other groups, you know, and, and then other groups, which, which focus more on the kind of the, the scary fear and mm-hmm. adrenaline pump and stuff, is that, um, I think that love will never increase fear, and our focus really is on healing either the, the the entity or the person that needs to move on or maybe the family that's involved or whatever it is, we're really trying to just bring love into the space. Um, in which case, you know, if we're going to be um, connecting with anybody from the other side, we really only want messages that are valid and important. And, yeah, sure, there are people on the other side that definitely like to be a little sneaky and newsy. Right. We don't really need to spend too much time with that. Right. Well, I I was just sort of describing it with my husband the other night, the idea of that, you know, there are negative people that are walking around in my neighborhood, you know. There are people that maybe I wouldn't want to, like, hang out with and have a cup of tea, right? It's the same thing for energies that we can't see. You know, some might not feel great, like, oh, hi, how you doing, you know, (laughs) but it's not really, we're we're not powerless, I guess, that it's not really that scary. A lot of shows that are on TV and the movies really try to make it seem like it's all scary. Yeah, that's true, good call. And, you know, um, we were talking earlier about the ghost tour that we've done down at the jail, and, you know, they've made this, you know, we've what is her name? Lavinia. Oh, yeah. You know, there's a lot of stories about how she was, you know, America's first female serial killer and everything. And um, when I saw her when I was at the jail and she communicated to me to ask them to tell them, tell them that she didn't do it, um, there was such pain in her voice and in her face that it was really sad because really she needs love and nurturing to help her move on, Mm -hmm. and she's being made into this, you know, horrible person that Mm -hmm. she probably really never was. Um, Mm -hmm. And she's got to hear the stories told about her over and over. Every time somebody goes into the jailhouse and hears that story of her, she's got to hear it again. And she really just wants people to know that she didn't do it. (laughs) Well, and there's so much about that particular site, which is an interesting site, because I mean, a jail is going to hold a lot of that sort of negative energy. Mm -hmm. You know, so if you're looking for negative sort of energy, that would be a good place to go. Mm -hmm. You know, and so we don't necessarily, I mean, it's always interesting to go in and look at that sort of thing and see if anyone um, needs help. But, yeah, you're probably in a place like that, you're probably going to get some pestering energy. You know, and even still, we certainly don't, we we don't need to get um, scared scared necessarily right. by it. Yeah. You know, we have at least my guides are really, really helpful with that, that I really don't have much fear. Even in places like that, because I know that they're like 
ain't going to happen. You know, it's, yeah. it's not something that I want to spend um, too much time talking with. I don't want to talk to one of those people, mm-hmm. perhaps. Now, Lavinia, I might like to talk to. Yeah. Yeah, that might be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe not some of the cellmates. Yeah, I mean, even in, in the picture that we have on our Facebook page of Lavinia and her wedding dress, you can see some of yeah. the around her, and, yeah. and they don't look real friendly. <laughs> no, not at all. But they don't scare me when I, you yeah. know, because yeah. when I'm there, I'm trying to help her. Exactly, yeah. or anything, anybody else. That's yeah. who we're going to pay attention to are the ones that actually need some help. Um, yeah, that was a fun, that was a fun little thing we did there. Um yeah, so I thought, Tracy, I see that we did have a caller. That caller dropped. And then we did have some, we had somebody in the um, chat room Okay. that I'll mention. Actually, it was Kelly. It was the same person that spoke to us earlier. And it looks like we were chatting with her a bit because Carol got a little bit more information. Um, and they, she got the, um, she was getting a, a, a initial with um, her mother's name, and it was the initial of her last name. So it was cool to get some validation there. Um, oh, good. Yeah, it was great that Kelly called in. But that's all that's going on in the chat room. If anyone's listening and they would like to ask a question via chat, we're here. So you're more than welcome to do it. Yep. And now um, uh, also uh, we would say call, but we only have about five more minutes. But in the chat room it's quick and easy. And um, I'm hoping – I haven't actually asked Aleka and Carol about this yet – but I kind of would love to do this at the this last this last Monday of the month, you know, like we're doing tonight, um, and continue to talk about our adventures in the paranormal and and take callers, etc. So we'll confirm that later. But I'm hoping that you guys will be like, sure, we can do that. I thought we were. I thought okay. that was funny. I was already ten steps ahead of you. I was like, we're not. <laughs> Oh, maybe we all had that conversation psychically. Yeah, we did. Yes, we did. <laughs> what else is new, right? We're making plans without ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so people, that's what we're going to do. So we'll be here next um, month, at the end of the month, um, the last Monday of the month at 7 p.m. I just want to say that. And I do want to, again, say please join us over on Facebook. And so it's facebook.com and then Soul Seekers with an S Paranormal Group. And we're all there and um we're happy to take questions there also. Yeah, we had some really interesting chats up too. We did have because of the big ghost hunter thing, Ghost mm-hmm. Adventures and Ghost Hunters did a, a stint at the jail in Charles. Correct. And yeah. well, we were I mean we were there was a lot of sort of um Ah, surprise? Is that the word? Or just just buzz around the ghost hunter yeah. one because of the scratching mm-hmm. stuff. So we had a really interesting little chat about that. And you were always putting stuff out that's sort of in the paranormal news. Mm-hmm. I think Carol, was it Carol that put out the one about children? Because that's uh-huh. a good topic yeah. to really look at, like, how your kids are handling this mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. You know, Do you guys want to talk a minute about that? Since yeah, we sort ahead, of Carol. said we. Well, you know, I was just thinking about children who are scared. You know, my daughter, she and I talk about this stuff quite a bit, and um, she's 10, and, you know, she knows that we're very safe in our home, that, you know, our spirit guides are there to protect us and that we're not going to let anything in that is negative. But she went to visit somebody else's house, and she 
felt that there was something there, and so she called me upset and said, what do I do? And, you know, I reminded her that she is full of love, and so if she feels scared by something else she has to do is kind of blow out her light, which Mm, is love, and it surrounds her, and it'll protect her and send anything that's negative away. And um, it worked. You know, she called the next morning and said, it worked, Mom. Everything was great. You know, the ghost didn't bother me. So um, I just thought, you know, there's always little tips that we can all help each other with to help our children get through things. So that's something that I threw out there. But we'd love for people to go on Facebook and, you know, share their ideas of this and share their stories. And mm, um, I love those. let us know th- things that are going on for them, you know, whether you're in yeah. Charleston or anywhere. We, you know, we, we want to hear the stories that everybody else has to tell, too. And call in next time and tell us the stories. That's almost more fun than anything, too, is just hearing what other people are going through and what their experience has been. That's fun. And I think I, I I am sensing that we've touched back on, like you empowered your daughter, Carol, by giving her that tool, right? right? And so Kelly even could use that tool, you know, she's still listening. We can all use that same exact tool, and it could even be um, with, you know, a not-so-pleasant situation in in physical realm, right? If we need to feel protected, we can blow out our love. Right. Well, I know for, I mean, my son, part of the reason why, I you know, I really got deeply more back into this um, kind of work is because my son was really affected in the evening, so much so that he I found him sleeping on the floor of my room mm-hmm. for mo- many, many years and still do to some extent. And I don't make him move because <laughs> I understand how it is. Um, he just sometimes, you know, he he was hearing and seeing and, and just understanding, you know, giving him the knowledge that you, you have power here. You know, mm-hmm. just simple fact. Yeah. Like you get to control. They listen to you. You have the power to say get out and they have to listen. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it was like eye-opening. He went, really? Yeah. And it was so helpful. Well, it is funny how much they do listen because, you know, I had a visitor once not too long ago, and I said to my husband, we have a man in the room with us right now. <laughs> and he said, well, tell him to leave. And as soon as he said that, the Boom. man was gone. Now, it was upsetting to me because I wanted to know what the man yeah, wanted. Yeah, you know, someone needed a reading <laughs> So, but um, as soon as he says that, they're gone. <laughs> That's great. Um, I've had that same experience. I mean, in more, I have to say, mine are usually like it's three in the morning. I have a rule, and they're like, "But this is an emergency." I'm like, "Okay, it's not. <laughs> I need sleep because that's my rule. Unless it's an emergency, then you can wake me up." And it's usually for a client the next day. Mm-hmm. Oh goodness! How about you, Tracy? You ever you ever have that experience? Yeah, absolutely. And and we all joke too. We say, "Send them to Carol." <laughs> I'm like, if it's three in the morning, go see Carol. She wants to talk to you. But usually I do try to, um, well, I've learned that if I ask, like, is there something you want to tell me? If I get something, then they go, right? And then also to let them know, come back to me when it's daylight out or when I'm not trying to sleep. So we're coming up to the end of our show, and I want to be sure to say thank you and not have it cut off like it does sometimes on us. So thanks so, so much, um, Carol and Aleka, for joining me here tonight. And then we will just turn this into our hour next month, meaning I'll change the – we'll make a new show title and everything. How's that sound? Oh, fun. 
<laughs> that gives people plenty of time to think of some good stories and questions. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Carol. Thanks, Aleka. Thanks, Tracy. I'll see you guys tomorrow. All right. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Good night, everybody.